Good morning. We are here because we love our God, amen? And we will follow him. The Bible says he'll lead us even through eternity. What a blessing we have in God. And that's why we worship him. Um, we're going to uh, open our Bibles in Ephesians chapter 4. And I have a long passage to preach from. One verse of scripture. <laughs> Only one. I think this, this verse uh, should have been for Brother Eric or Brother Brett. Because their vocabularies march, how do you say, uh, have more words to express the thought and, I, and the idea. But um, I'll try my best. And I, uh, if, if I mispronounce a word, I... I, I uh, Excuse me. <laughs> and you do your own translation. You know what the Bible says here, uh, since Brother Brett preached last Sunday, uh, living a different life, we are to be different. We are to be like God. And as we renew our lives, uh, there's one thing that God wants us to put off, not to practice anymore. It says in verse 25, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor, for we are all members of one body. We make one fam family, one uh, body, the body of Christ, and uh, we are to uh, uh, be uh, sincere when we work together here for the Lord. You should have, be sincere for uh, when you serve God, and you should be sincere to one another. <clears throat> you know, um, when, we, when we are here, we, we worship God. And um, what makes a good worship sincere and acceptable to God is when you worship God with your heart. And what makes a worship given to God insincere is when you are, not he when you are here and your heart is not here. I mean, you are, you are not worshiping with, uh, with your heart. And, you know, living truthfully is living truthfully for God and among each other. Uh, there's uh, a quotation that I found. When you're leading in public prayer, speak loudly enough to be heard by the brethren, but sincerely enough to be heard by God. Isn't that true? You know? So we're going to talk about put off lying. I know that, have you ever told, have you ever told a lie? I told in a Bible study on a Thursday on Carlos' house, I told him, you know, me and my wife have never, have never fought. <laughs> you know, you're smarter than them. They, it took about a minute to get it. And my wife was even playing with it because it took like a minute. I was just silent. I didn't say anything until, ah, no, it's not true. <laughs> well, why do people lie? Why do people lie? You know, our Lord God wants us to be truthful, honest, sincere. But in the world, it's, it's just like a habit to lie. So why do people lie? Well, is to gain something from it, either at the job or at school or at church. Yeah, and sometimes even at church. 
and to cause division and problems in the job or relatives or in church, you know, uh, and also to get out of a problem. You know, you, have you been in a spot you, you want to lie, or maybe you did, to get out of the problem. That's why in court they tell you you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, because you're going to try to get out of it. So when was the last time you told a lie? You know, people lie to their boss, their teacher, their mom, or their spouse. But God wants us to uh, put off lying, especially among us in the church. When we serve the church, we serve to, to God in the church. You know, we are born innocent, neither good or evil. evil. Well, we were born with the sin nature. But, peop, uh, but society causes us to behave otherwise through people, through TV, to the Internet, and kind of molds the behavior of the people. But we are to be different. We are to live for God. We are to renew our life. What did our Lord Jesus says? We are not of this world. Even Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. So we are to live different. So what are some lies that people tell? Well, when you receive a call, you don't want to talk to them. Tell them, I'm not here. <laughs> when somebody calls you and say, you know, you're late on your payment, and you tell them, the check is in the mail. <laughs> oh, how's my cooking? Oh, your cooking is delicious, but I can't eat another bite. Believe me. Have you used that? Oh, you don't want to admit it. How about, uh, does this dress make me look? How about this one? Uh, go ahead, tell me how you feel about me. I promise I won't get mad. Oh, they're setting you up. If it will make you happy, it will make me happy. It's going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. That's another one. Well, you know, when it comes on serving the Lord, we are to put off lying. Son, sometimes we want to find an excuse for a white lie. It's just a white lie. You know, there's a saying that a white lie, after once for a while, it picks up dirt. <laughs> Even a white lie. So be true to when you serve God. Be true to yourself too, as living truthfully. Because you know what? You can deceive yourself even when you are in church. And you might ask me, why? How can I deceive myself even being in church? It's when you don't worship God with a sincere heart. Like I say, you could be here, but your heart may not be here. You might be thinking of other things, and you're deceiving yourself. We are here to worship God. We are here because we believe in God. Just like it says in verse 21, Surely you heard of him and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in Jesus. We are here because we believe in him and the teachings of him. 
Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full of assurance of faith. That's what God wants us to do. When we come into church, you know, uh, worship him with a sincere heart. That's why I say when you're leading a, a prayer in public, speak loud enough to be heard by the brethren, brethren, by sincerely enough to be heard by God. You could be singing, but God is not listening when you don't uh, worship with your heart. The Bible says, who may worship in your sanctuary, O Lord? Who may enter to your presence on your holy hill? Well, those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking truth from sincere heart. So that's how you can deceive yourself. Even ourselves could be deceived, even in church. Even when you are hearing the message and you're hearing it, but you are not applying it. Most sermons are listened to by many, but taken to heart by few. Did you apply the, the sermons, the last three sermons that were preached? Are you going to apply the sermon? Or do you apply the sermons to you when, when you hear the word of God? You should. It is the word of God. You know, applying the word of God is like a medicine. When you take in a medicine and the doctor tells you to take it every day, you take it every day. If it's going to help you, you're going to take it every day. You know, if you come to church, do you apply the, your, the word of God only on Sunday mornings? And living for God? Shouldn't we apply it also during our daily life? You know, when you take the medicine, you take it every day, and you put away laziness. You put away any obstacle, because you know it's going to help you. It's going to keep you well. How about the Word of God? Do you apply it every day or only on Sundays? So that's why I say be true to yourself as you live for God, because you, even in church, you could deceive yourself. Do you tell God, do you love him only on Sunday mornings? I wonder if you, when you're driving, you just feel in the spirit to express your gratitude to God. And you just tell him right there where you are. You tell him how you feel, you know, express your love to him. That is having fellowship with God. But if you only tell him and express uh, uh, praises to God only on Sunday mornings, you are deceiving yourself. Do you tell your wife only on Sunday mornings you love her? <laughs> or your boyfriend or girlfriend? You make, do you think a, a good boyfriend and girlfriend only speaks on one day at a week? No, they talk to them. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I think when, when you're in love, you talk to them every day. And you see the bill. And they say they talk, well, talk is cheap. It's expensive. <laughs> so most sermons are listened to by many, but taken to heart by few. And we are to apply the word of God every day. You know, God has blessed you with a new life. You are in Christ. And he wants to renew your life in the likeness of him. It says on uh, verse 24, 
and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. He wants us to be like him. Do you believe in God? Do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? We are living a new life. And we are to imitate our Lord God. And when you deceive yourself, you alienate yourself from God. So be sincere. Let us be sincere when we worship God and when we serve in the church. Serve truthfully. Well, that was my first point. I tell you, you know, this verse of scripture should have been for Brother Eric or Brother Brett. You know, I was thinking, like Brother Christman say, you know, a good sermon is a, a good application, good conclusion, and a short distance in between. <laughs> this is one of the sermons. <laughs> anyway, not just joking, but I'm on my second point already. So truthfully with others in the church, why should we speak the truth with each other? It's simple. It brings trust in each other. It brings trust in each other. They uh, could rely on you. And um, so we should ask ourselves, do you, love, do you love your church? The Bible says uh, here to, um, therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor, for we are all members of one, of one body. So we are to put aside lying. I like the way Brett said, stop it, stop doing it. Man, very direct. Hey, man, I like that. Anyway, that was a good sermon last Sunday, Brother Brett. Excelente. You know, and would you apply it to us? We are living a new life, a different life. You might not be popular maybe on some people, but you are living for, for God. You know, in working in a company, sometimes they lie to gain favor or maybe to uh, um, gain favor with the company, with the boss, to get, or to get a raise. Or to make, uh, you know, tell a lie to get someone in trouble. But you know, this is not a company. This is not a work. This is not a club. That is, this is the house of the Lord. And even Paul says, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God which is the, the church of the living God, the pillar and grounds and ground of truth. Man, God even has entrusted you with the truths of God on how to be saved, on how to really serve God. You know, there's many religions in the world that really an error. They're not in the truth. But you are the pillar of, of truth. What a blessing it is for the church of the living God. I know we might not be worthy, but is this, a, this is something that the word of God says about our church. So why do people lie? Well, sometimes to get something from it. And lying in the church causes division. And I know right now there is no problem, praise the Lord. And I hope there is none in the future. There's, it's harmony in our church. And we see the, the hand of God blessing us. But one thing we should work together is if we're going to gain something together, let's gain the favor of God and the grace of God so he could bless us. We are to submit one another in the fear of the Lord. 
And let me tell you one scripture that says that God doesn't like lying. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal faithfully are his delight. You know that, that in the early church there was uh, a couple. See how soon you could tell who I'm talking about. There was a, there was a couple that uh, wanted to gain popularity or praise from the people in the church. And the church. And they wanted to get it at all costs. Because they saw that there was a man who gave, uh, sold his property and gave all the money to the apostles. And his name was Joseph. And because he gave the money to the church, they changed his name to a son of encouragement, Barnabas. But there was a couple who liked that. Yeah, I like the way uh, he's receiving praise. I want them to notice me too, and uh, even at all costs. So they went and sold a property. But did they bring everything to the feet of the apostles? No. They kept some of the of the money. And Peter said to, do you know who I'm talking about? Ananias and Sapphira. And Peter said to Ananias, why does Satan fill your heart to lie? Lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back some of the price of the land. While it will remain unsold, did not remain on your own. And after it was sold, was it not under your control? Why is it that you have conceived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. When right there, when, when he lied, he fell right there, dead. And you know that when he died, he, they went to go and bury him. He did, they did a... All this in three hours. They took them, they buried them, and they came back for the next one. <laughs> you know, they were lying. They were lying to God. See, they lie, lying, they lie to gain something. You know, I was hearing a mom talking to another mom, and they were talking about teenagers and, um, and how they lie so easy. And the mom says, you know, the only thing that when, the only time where, when they are not lying is when they have their lips closed. It's just that it's so easy to lie. And we shouldn't practice that. Here, uh, Ananias, he was buried. No funeral service. Not even his family was there in his funeral service. There was no sermon preached. Not even his wife was there when he was buried. And then has come his wife. And... Peter asked them, tell me whether you sold the land for such and such a price. And she said, yes. And what happened to her? She died right there. Well, at least they got their, well, I don't know. They wanted to be praised by people. 
I think it was like 20,000 members in that church in that time, more or less. Could have been more. So what do you think was the result of this? What was the nickname that it was given to them after they died and were buried? I'm pretty sure they remember them. If I was to ask you, put a nickname to them. Well, at least they got what they wanted to. They were noticed for one thing, the lying couple. Because uh, that's what they wanted. They wanted to pay money even to gain recognition even in, in even in church. Like I said, we are here for one purpose, to worship God and to gain only one thing is God's favor for all of us. I like to see people being saved. I like to see people being baptized. And that is what I pray for. And I pray the Lord to use us as a church for that purpose. We're not going to see that unless we find favor in God. Because he's the one who makes the increase in the church. Amen? So we are to put off falsehood or lying. You know, Ananias and Sapphira, they forgot that God knows everything. God knows all the secrets of our hearts. Now, let me give you a, an example of a positive person who is sincere, and I'm pretty sure you're familiar uh, on who I'm talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to uh, see if you can remember who I'm talking about. Jesus saw this man coming towards him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. In other words, no dishonesty or deception or falseness. And this man said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. You know who I'm talking about? Nathaniel. Nathaniel. He was under that tree. But he, he, in his love for the Lord, he was sincere. And living a life for God, he was sincere. And this is what I'm saying. When you are sincere to the Lord, it should be here in church, but also outside the church. We are living for God. We're living a new life. And we are to renew our life each day. A believer should be altogether what it says. He is to be exactly the same before God and in his private life. Just like you get a check, $300 check, you go and cash it at the bank, and once she gives you the money, she gives you $400 instead of $300. Hmm. I could use that, an extra $100. But then I'm, I'm pausing. Suppose you're, you know, you're pausing for a second, and the lady asks you, is everything okay? Then what do you say? Everything is okay. <laughs> oh, you go to the market, and the lady for, uh, forgot to charge you for the milk or the orange juice, and said, well, I got some free milk today. <laughs> you know, God tests. Well, God doesn't test. Uh, but you could be tempted. You know, just like Ananias and Sapphira. Hey, nobody's going to know. 
They, they, for, they forgot that God knows. And just like the tiny one was under that tree and Jesus saw him, it's the God is everywhere. And about, and about that, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit lives in you. So renew your mind. Think spiritually. Think like a child of God. Think biblically. You know what? What, what would God want me to do right now? You know? So it, it is a challenge to, um, to live for God in this world because in this world, man, sometimes people lie without even noticing. It comes natural for those people who are in the world, but it shouldn't come natural for you and I if we have a conscience. And plus the conscience if you have the Holy Spirit. Because when I feel like, you know, uh, Ruben, you might be doing something wrong. You know, sometimes... I give the credit to the Holy Spirit or conscience, but, it, you know, you got two, they're uh, convicting you. So do you truly love this church? I know I asked you before. So let's be true to our role in attendance, you know, be here and supporting. And also if you're using your talents in the church, be truthful to your commitment and consistency. And let's be uh, true in our commitment. Because this is our family. This is our family. So we are, we are to live different and from the world. So put away lie. You know, and uh, King James, I think it says, put away lying. You know, sometimes, uh, I don't know, uh, I think I will say a word of advice. Don't tell the truth if it's not necessary, but... One day I was I was telling uh, I was telling Jason, you know, Jason, I feel old. He goes, "You're not old." Oh, that's a compliment. No, you're already old. <laughs> oh, why don't you be honest? <laughs> it's just like uh, brother Carl. Where's brother Carl? On Tuesday or Monday, Eric and Brother Carl and I were talking, and we're, I was just complimenting him how he is getting well. He's up and walking, and just like, like before, he goes, no, I still feel a little bit tight. Well, that's nothing to you. I told him, you've always been tight. <laughs> I don't know if in those times it's good to tell the truth. Well, tell the truth. <laughs> When you are friends with him, if when you could, you know, you spend some time with, with, with your friend or your brother. But uh, we should not, we should not lie. But sometimes don't tell the truth; it's not needed. Okay. <clears throat> In the Ten Commandments, uh, it says that we should not lie. And a lie comes from Satan. All lying comes from Satan. It doesn't come from God. Anyone who lies, they're learning from some, some, someone. But at the end, it's Satan's, uh, how do you say, it began with him. The Bible says he was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and a father of it. 
Oh. Do you know that we are here in this world because of one lie? Would you be, would you be in the presence of God right now? We should have fellowship with God at this moment, but we're not because of one lie. No, we are looking forward to being in the presence of God, but we were in the presence of God. And what I mean is that Adam and Eve were there in the in, uh, in, in, um, Garden of Eden. And we should be in the presence of the Lord, but because Satan, you know, the serpent said to the woman, you surely will not die. Wow, that's very daring, for, daring from Satan to tell that the Lord is not telling you the truth when he is the one who is lying. And that's why we are here in this world. You know, we see people die, we see people in pain, and it's all because of one lie. So when you lie, you're imitating someone. It is not God. Scripture does not even exalt lying. On the contrary, look what the Bible says. Uh, the murderers, the sexual immoral, the idolaters, and all liars, their place will be in the lake, and the fairy lake of burning fire or sulfur. And this is the second death. So the Bible does not exalt lying. And we are to live different. You are living a new life in Christ. So don't lie. I know it's not easy. <laughs> I know it's not easy. When, some, when you don't want to talk to someone, tell them I'm not home. I know now you're going to think twice. <laughs> you know, there was three children. They had a little dog carried. They were carrying a little dog, and they wanted to keep them, but their conscience told them otherwise. They went looking for the, for the owner, and they spent like 45 minutes, they couldn't find the owner. And uh, so they decided to keep the dog. Whoever tells the biggest lie, is gonna keep the dog. So here comes the preacher. What are you guys doing, kids? He goes, well, we found this dog. We'll give it back to the owner. We couldn't find it, so what are you gonna do? We're gonna keep it. Whoever tells the biggest lie is gonna keep it. What? <laughs> do you know that in the 10 commandments you say you shall not lie? Well, I didn't even, the preacher goes, I, have, I didn't even lie when I was your age. The kids goes, okay, give him the dog. He gave <laughs> <laughs> Give him the dog. He, he told the biggest lie. <laughs> so let me close with this. So what should we put off as we serve Christ? Put off falsehood. Put off lying. Speak the truth to your neighbor. Because we are all members of one, of one body. So let's serve the, in the church with a sincere heart. And let's worship together. And let's look uh, to obtain God's favor in our church. And remember, be true, to you, be true to God and be true to yourself. And make your worship come in the eyes of God. Do it with a sincere heart. And if you believe in Christ, you are living a new life. And if you believe in Christ, you are to renew your mind. So let me close with this scripture. It's in Psalms 34, 12, 15. And I'm, I'm going to read it for you. 
Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. Amen. Let's stand and have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, that you came into our lives. And you gave us, you gave us a, a new life, a new life in you, a new life in Christ, a new life in the Spirit. Lord, we are not worthy, but you uh, give us by grace uh, the blessing to serve you and praise you. We are living in this world that is against uh, the teachings of your Bible, but help us to be truthful to you with a sincere heart serving you and serving among each other. And give us, give us, Lord, your blessing as we strive to do and, and please in you and live as you want, you want us to be, just like you. You are holy. You are separated from sin. And you, there is no lie, but, but only truth. Help us to imitate you in this, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I don't know if there's someone here who does not know Christ, but God could give you a new life too. When you believe in Christ, he could, you, he could give you a new life, eternal life, forgiveness of sins. Only you come and I'll pray with you or see me after uh, the, the service or Brother Brett.